Today's warehouse is much more than just a cost center or place to store finished goods. Today, distribution centers can help companies transform their business and help cut costs. With e-commerce growing at a rate of 17% year over year, and the demand for speed, efficiency, and supply constantly reaching new heights, it's clear to see that innovation and technology will continue to define the modern-day warehouse. Today on Techsperience, we visit one such warehouse and take a look behind the scenes at Connections TIDC. All right, good afternoon, everybody. This is Rob McIntosh, and we are here on another episode of Tech Experience. I'm actually on the road today, so normally you hear Penny's wonderful voice. You get mine this afternoon. And I'm down at our Ohio facility in Wilmington, Ohio, at our TIDC, which is our Technical Integration and Distribution Center. No, folks, it is not a warehouse, which I mistakenly called it one time. And uh, I was uh, very generously told, no, we are not a warehouse. We are the TIDC. Coming down here today, I understand why they call it the TIDC and not a warehouse. And I am being joined today by Colleen McMichael, who is the Director of Quality here at the TIDC, and Mark Wolfhurst. Did I say that right, Mark? I, I never get these that right. Yes, you did. All right, good. And he is the Director of Technical, and, uh, Technical Services and Solutions here at the uh, TIDC. So first of all, I want to welcome you guys and thank you for joining me. Well, thank you. Thank you. All right. And so I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lead off with one question, and then I'm going to let you guys kind of take it away from there. Why? And I, I felt this when I came down here and did the tour. First of all, it was a wow tour. I, when I went in there, I was like, oh, my goodness, this is everything that they said it was. It's a, it's a pretty spectacular site. So we'll talk a little bit about the size of it and what the capabilities are. But my question for you right now is, why are you guys so passionate about this facility. And Colleen, I'm going to actually start with you on this one. Great. Well, thank you. Um, okay. So from the standpoint of what we do here at the TIDC, and of course, coming from the quality standpoint, quality is my passion. Everything, and people always wonder how operations and quality, you talk about productivity and quality. How do you make it better? How do you make it faster? But how do you make it right? And so that's a challenge. But at the same time, that's what I think we're good at. We're good at being the solution provider to the customer and being able to integrate the quality and how do we empower our employees to do it right the first time, every time? Now, I'm going to tell you that that sounds like an elevator speech. So I'm going to, I'm actually <laughs> going to, I'm going to bring this down to the, the question again, though, is, and I've, I've seen it when you give the tour and you're talking to folks, why are you so passionate about this place? Seriously? Because seriously, we are the IT provider for companies. So what, what makes us different is smaller companies can go out there and have their own IT but why spend all that money and all that time when you can have somebody else do that? So we do that, but we do that with our employees. So you actually, now again, so a lot of folks that are listening right now don't really understand exactly everything that you do. So they're, mm -hmm. they're scratching their heads right now going, what do you mean being the IT solution provider? Aren't you just putting my stuff into a box and shipping it out to me? Mark, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to turn that over to you. What, what, I mean, explain to them 
exactly what it is that you do, why you're passionate about it, and what makes you guys different. All right. As Colleen stated, you know, we are the IT. So I always start with our customers. Hey, we're here to help you. We're here to, you know, alleviate the stress of your IT departments. And and we're here at the TIDC to really help our customers, Uh, not get rid of anybody's jobs anywhere, but to actually really physically help them and let them use their technical resources where they need to in the in the environments. So, um, you know, we're pretty passionate here at the TIDC. We're all about how do we enhance the end user experience? Because in the end, those are the folks that are actually physically getting our devices. And when they open those, you want them to have that ah moment, right? Not, oh, I got another broken device from the TIDC, right? So we're really here to, you know, help and assist our customers to enhance that end user experience. So it, it uh, again, when I took the tour, that was one of the things that was really cool. When I went over and I saw, um, you know, I, it, how do you guys explain it? You call it something in a box. What, what is that called? It's called... Oh, that's the location in a box. Location in a box. And I thought that was a really interesting concept. So you have folks that are coming in here. You have particular customers that are looking for that end-to-end solution and their packaging and, and their supplies and their IT. Uh, they come to you and they say, hey, hey, we want X, Y, and Z. And then you guys go ahead, you take it, yep. you configure it. You There's a whole lot of things that you do. Right. So, so Colleen, do you want to explain that that whole process? Yeah, so, so and again, I, of course, I come from the quality standpoint and, and Mark comes from the technology solution. So it's really a solution that, that he and the, and the company and, and we're trying to expand. So when I think about it, I think about it as, um, the, you're going to set up a store or it can be store location. It can be, um, a, a new, um, a clinic, a, a new yeah. clinic. So you could have a new clinic and you're ready. And instead of those people, the customer having to say, Oh, we need a, mi- we need a computer. We need a monitor. We need the printers. We need all of the things that we need. We do that for them. So we'll take that and we'll put that in a box. And then when they're ready to open, it's ready. They open it up. It's ready. And that's the wow factor that Mark was talking about. So when I think about it and you think of our name, what's our name? Connection. We're connecting IT with our customers. And that's what we're doing for them. Yep. Uh, it, it is pretty well. It's very impressive. And I know that if I was running a company and I opened up that box, I would be extremely impressed with the, the time, work, and effort that went into it and the quality control that went into it as well. Uh, there's a lot of other things that you guys did that I didn't realize. Um, and, and so I'm going to run down some of the things that I noticed that I thought was, again, kind of that wow factor. Uh, one of it was the, the laser engraving. I'll, let, I'll put this out to both of you guys can kind of both chat about what that laser engraving is and what it means to our customers. Yeah, so laser engraving actually allows us to, you know, put a customized logo on somebody's devices, whether it's a laptop, an iPad, you know, an iPhone, an Android device, whatever it is that's small and flat enough that can actually fit inside the laser engraver, right? Because that is important. You can't stick a desktop in it. But um, what it allows us to do is it helps put helps the customer by putting in their logo. So it, it's really a theft deterrent as well, right? So not only is it showing the brand to the, uh, to the customers and the customers' buyers, um, it actually allows it to stay in one place. So it's a really good value add to discuss with our customers as we go through this process, right? So if you can assist them by putting on a logo that will not show up in a pawn shop, 
that's that's an extra value of layer that we can add to that to that customer and to the sale. Right, is that is that security protection? The the other thing that um, you know you said you can't put a desktop in there, but you you certainly you know can take the cover from a, a desktop machine and put that in there and be engraved. So that it almost is like putting the desktop in there. Correct. You yeah. can take the panel off and do that. Correct. Right. Right. And and the great thing is is we can also. Um, we can take their logos, we can design logos. That's the great thing is we can, again, provide them a solution and, and whatever logo they want. We haven't had any crazy ones really yet, but. I, I don't know. I, I saw some there that were pretty <laughs> intricate. And again, when I heard laser engraving, I'm thinking, oh, yeah, it's, you know, it's like what the old Brookstone used to do. And they kind of laser engrave your name in there. And no, it's it's this is like you take the actual logos and the artwork and you recreate it through the uh, through the laser engraving on onto the metal. It's it's, right. it's pretty cool. And, and as Colleen stated, you know, as we do that with the engraving, as you were talking earlier about the location of the box, we do the same thing. All right, we take, we're, we're just not providers of an image. We are a services and solutions company down at the TIDC, right? So our architects and engineers physically work with the customers to come up with image solutions, how they're going to deploy it. A lot of times they don't know of options A, B, and C. And, and we're here at the TIDC to actually physically help that move them along to think of uh, technologies and products that they haven't thought of before to engage those and build those into their processes. So that whole purpose of location in a box or complex imaging, you know, we're not just taking people's images, we're actually helping them create and build things as well from that aspect. Very cool. Uh, there are other, a lot of other things, obviously, that we do. One is the Configure Lab. Uh, that was a that was a, a neat area. Colleen, you want to talk about the Configure Lab? Yep. So so that's where we'll actually configure the computers to whatever the customer requirements, the image that they want on there. We've done mobility. We have um, iPods, iPads, you name it. So we used to be our our name PC Connection. We're now uh, doing business as Connection, and that's because. We, uh, of course, we want to be able to do TVs, printers, you name it. We can do that with um, uh, in our configure lab and working with the people to um, produce the products that the customers want. Great. Yeah. No, that and and again, I you know I go there and and I just see all the hustle and bustle that's going on in each one of these departments. And that is that. Would you say, Mark, that that's the busiest? Uh, place in the in the oh, yeah. TIDC? Yeah. yeah, so within the configuration I have, if, if you could imagine having 1,000 machines up and running at any given time, that's, a, that's the number of connections we have within the lab itself is 1,000 live connections, not counting Wi-Fi. Wow. So you can imagine if you're building these up, doing that whole process, it, it gets extremely busy in there, and it's a mix of complex images and simple images and Chromebook provisioning. So there's a lot of action and moving parts in there within the, the lab facility itself. So I, I don't know if you can share this or not, but are you able to talk numbers? Like, well, how much do you push out per day? And uh, and how big is this facility? I know people always talk about yep. football fields. Yep. So, <laughs> so the, the actual facility itself is 267,000 square foot. So if you look at it, it's a football field wide and three football field long and about 40 feet tall. Wow. So a lot of space. That is a lot of space. Um, the configuration center itself is 42,000 square feet, um, which means we have a lot of room for expansion, growth, and being agile within the environment because, you know, not all the work that comes over is the same, right? Uh, if you have something really complex, that stays on the bench longer. Right. And a Chromebook, that might take five minutes compared to a location in a box, which could take one tech two and a half, three hours to do. 
So we have to have that bandwidth and that space to be able to be agile within what we do for, for our customers. So how many, how many employees do you have? We have 200, a little over 200 full-time employees here within the facility. And we work, typically it's five days a week, Monday through Friday, uh, three shifts across the whole board. The lab and the depot are now running two shifts a day. So they go from 6 a.m. to 11.30 at night every day. And these are, these are all specialized folks. I mean, these are people that have their, uh, their, their practice areas or their areas of expertise. And I'll tell you, you know, watching them in action, they're, you, got, you guys got a real good crew here. I'm, I'm very impressed. Yep. Yep. And, and their certifications. I mean, there's different certifications that, and especially in our refurb in, uh, area and um, all, of the, um, all of the individual certifications, manufacturer certifications, and we could name a number of different ones that they that they have to go through. So it's really important that they're um, technical to where they're doing repairs or configurations. So that's real important as well. Yep, we've, um, Rob actually just started working with one of the local tech schools in town. Um, so we went down there last year and got their seniors who were graduating from their technical aspect of high school. Uh, they're coming in with their CompTIA A-plus certifications already. And it's a great way to build the community in with connection. Wow. Yeah. So we're physically there, going there, out there. There's only, there's only one issue that I found with that. Very few women. You, you know, and, and this has been something that we have been struggling with, and we have a whole initiative with Connection, which is Women in Technology. Uh, and, you know, we, we've written a lot of blogs and stuff on it. So if you guys get a chance, you really should check out uh, Connected Community. There's a, a little plug for me there. Um, but there's a lot of uh, information about women in technology. Um, we have a, a group that was started that's called WOW, Women Empowering Women. Uh, or uh, women, I'm sorry, women optimizing women is wow. And it's a great organization uh, over in connection that, that, that people have been getting involved with. We also found through uh, eSports and the STEAM STEM programs that the, a lot of the women kind of break off in that um, from middle school to high school. And we actually found that eSports is kind of bringing them back in. So there's that whole initiative going on. And it's, it's interesting to hear that you guys are struggling with those, those same things here at the uh, TIDC as well. Have you, have you figured anything out how you can bring the women in? Well, well, one of the things I had had talked to them and possibly going to the schools. So it's interesting because the tech the tech schools have reached out and said that's the problem. They're not getting them from the schools. So of course we're going to have to start at a younger age, which is really interesting because I, I don't see any difference between uh, boys and girls when it comes to technology. They're all on their phones. Yep. They're all on computers. They all do YouTube. But um, so I, I did ask the boys if they were intimidating the girls a little bit. But, <laughs> but, but I really think going to the schools and and um, and also when you walk through our configuration lab, I mean, we we really we're probably not 50 50, but there's quite a few um, close, yeah. really good yeah, the, uh, women. To, and, and I don't think they've um, seen that. So I thought it would be really good to at least get to the schools. So we're going to take a look at that. That's great. Now, so do you offer intern programs that, mm -hmm. that you bring yep. them in? Yep. Okay. We uh, we'll actually start with juniors at the high school to bring in as interns. Um, we work with the local colleges. Um, so we'll bring in developers. Um, you know, we have an R&D team up here now, Rob. So we're always looking for new technology, new ways to push technology out to, uh, to the environment. How do we speed things up, be more efficient within the TIDC itself 
So we'll go out and bring in intern developers and stuff like that to work with our coding teams to actually come up with new solutions. So if, if somebody's in the Wilmington, Ohio area and they're listening to this and they want to get plugged into TIDC, how do they do that? Uh, what they need to do is just go out to our website and go under careers and there's a host list of job openings. And other than that, they can actually call the facility here, go into HR, and uh, the HR team would be happy to assist them. Great. So if you guys are listening, come plug in. This is a great place to work. A lot of fun, too. And you got, you're going to learn a whole lot. Uh, one of the things, again, taking the tour that you told me about is the certification process that you put th folks through. And you really seem to work on career development, that they're not just going to stay in one area, right. that you want to train them, cross-train them, and have them keep moving up. Do you want to speak a little bit to that? Yeah, so um, we've laid out a career path for, for our employees, and we, we pay for the certification. So we'll pay for all the books, the certification vouchers, and go through that whole process with our, with our employees. And when we really try to set up a career path. You know, we want to grow from within inside, right? I want that tech one to go to a tech two, to go to a senior tech, to go to an image specialist, or take a leadership role into a lead or a supervisor. So we're all about it at the TIDC of how do we, how do we build our employees, how do we build them up technology-wise or leadership-wise and get them the courses and the training that they need so that they can be successful and which in turn makes us successful. And tenure, I mean, what's the turnover like here? I've, I, I'm just assuming now when you have people on a career path and you have the type of uh, culture that you guys have here, which which is really strong, uh, I, I got to assume that your, your turnover isn't that high. Is that a correct statement? That is correct. The turnover, the average tenure in the lab is, I think, 9.3 years. Wow. And overall in the TIDC, it's like 14.2. Yep. In today's day and age, that's amazing. Yep. So. It's, it's also a controlled environment too. So that helps in the summertime, in the wintertime. There you go. So if, if you want to stay cool, come on in in the summer. If you want to stay warm, come on in in the winter. Uh, so we've touched on a lot of things here. Some of the other things I wanted to kind of make sure before we run out of time is uh, some of the other capabilities that right. the TIDC has. Um, wh who wants to speak to mobility? Because you have a whole uh, a whole station set up, or I should, I should say a whole area set up yep. for mobility itself. Yeah, so, so mobility is one, one of the areas we haven't covered so far. So within the mobility, any tablet, phone-based product um, we can use within the environment here. And the nice thing within the TIDC is we do have, as we spoke about experience and certifications, we have some of the highest certified people within the Apple and Jamf markets. And if Jamf really works well with um, Apple products. And, and what is Jamf? Jamf is a MDM management tool device that's specific for Macs and iOS devices. So that allows us to do provisioning, uh, remote management, the whole process. So we are a managed service provider. We were one of the first gold resellers of their products in the United States. Uh, there are about maybe 40 integrators worldwide, and we have two of them here at Connection. Wow. Right? Uh, so we take our, our mobility very serious. It's a large growth factor within the TIDC. Um, we have some of the best Apple engineers. We actually wrote some Apple automated workflow tools that... Um, Apple itself has said you were the only ones in the country that have this capability. So that goes a long way when we talk about our staff or our employees and how we uh, grow and build them. That we got two of them at the tech Apple Tech Kitchen right now learning more about uh, some of the new Apple products that are coming out this year. That's awesome. Yeah, it's, a, again, a very impressive area that you have there. That whole mobility area right. is, is, was buzzing as well. Yeah. 
uh, other things that I may not have talked about. Uh, I know that up, up and coming, you have that tablet and ring scanner. Um, yeah. Tell me a little bit about that. All right. So as we all know, we're going to progress to our new ERP E1. And within E1, all the techs in the lab are going to be using Apple tablets with a finger scanner. So what that does is cut down on use time of having to go work at a fixed station to do scanning and work okay. down the lines. Move around. They, yes. They're flexible. We've made them flexible with the new E1 environment. So we're going to, I think when we looked at the savings alone in that, that was about seven FTEs savings, yeah. just going to tablets inside the lab. And if you think about it, we use a lot of by serial number. So we used to type in the serial numbers and you can have errors, but now scanning, walking down, because we database everything. Yep. So we have records. We keep records on anything. If there's any ever problems, you can come yep. back and we can track it by the serial number. So from a quality standpoint, um, not only have you saved time, but it makes it more efficient and less mistakes. What does it mean for the customer? Do it right the first time, every time. You, you knew go. I was going right. to get that back in. <laughs> That's I what love we're here that. for. It's right? a great motto, and, and I think you guys really, uh, you know, you, you, you take that to heart, which is awesome. Um, green initiative that that's something else that really stood out when I took this, um, this tour is just how dedicated you guys are to sustainability and uh, going green. Uh, who wants to talk to that? Yeah. So from the green initiative side of the house, um, we, we do take it serious. So we are always looking at ways to reduce packaging. How can we do that and reduce the footprint of cardboard, paper, plastic, foam within the environment? So we, we will work with our customers to try to get them to say, okay, if you're ordering all these laptops, let's put 10 in a box. If you're ordering all these minis, right, let's put you know, 16 in a box. So let's cut down that footprint. We recycle everything here. Also, when we're doing end-of-life uh, cycles with our customers' equipment, we'll go ahead and destroy that and e-recycle it and give them the certifications. And then there's, you know, we pay that back. But those, those pieces are getting recycled. They're not going to a landfill. Right? So that's what we're here about, a connection. We're working on the lighting getting better lighting to reduce the cost, reduce the footprint on that. So we're always looking at better ways to figure out how can we help the environment? How can we help the community by not producing more waste? I love that. And we've, we've, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, no, exactly that. To try to, to, to try to help the environment is the, is the most important thing. It it really is. And so many of our partners are doing the same thing. They've kind of embraced the sustainability and and the green initiative. And so it's great to see that we're aligning, you know, not, not only with our partners, but with our own beliefs too, and and getting everybody on board. So uh, hats off to you on that too. Um, We are coming up on the end here. We've touched on a lot of things. I kind of want to throw it out there though. Is there anything that I missed? that's really important that you guys want to talk about? Yeah. Um, there are a couple of things. I think um, some of the new provisioning methods and models that are coming out in the marketplace today, um, I know a lot of our sales teams and folks understand what Microsoft Autopilot is, but we've gone a step farther. We've taken Autopilot with Microsoft's white glove access. And what that allows us to do is start doing cloud-based provisioning. So instead of just doing the role provisioning, getting the hashtag information, I have the device open. I can tap into their Azure and Intune using the white glove flags. We did a beta type testing with Microsoft. We were their pilot test site for this process. So as we talk about autopilot, it's autopilot with white glove. And it allows us to provision that device up to about 98, 99% ready to go outside that box from our facility here. So then you don't have to worry about where you're at or where your locations are out in the environment. You know, you could have a five meg line that you want to try to provision this. We can do all that for our customers using autopilot and white glove. So those are some of the newer technologies. Um, 
we are getting ready to design our new pod environment here, which is our new project onboarding design team. I know the sales staff and sales team members will be seeing this. Um, it will be coming out, um, but it's really going to help us and change how we do our business here at Connection. Um, it's going to have a team that is consolidated specifically only for your opportunities to what we call our first article builds. And that's all they're going to be focused on. You will now have senior project coordinators. You will have architects. You will have image specialists basically assigned to each vertical within Connection. So we're really excited about that. You're going to start seeing a lot more information on that. But it's going to change how we do business. It's going to be a speed-to-value process. We're going to be able to get our test units and fabs done faster so that then the customer's orders can get into production much, much faster than they do today. Sounds like you guys have been really lazy and not doing a whole lot, yeah, huh? No, Just sitting no. back on your yeah. laurels, right? No, yeah. my goodness. Th these initiatives are great. Anything else, Colleen, well, that we might have missed? The only thing I'm going to throw in is the ISO 9001-2015 certification that um, that we currently hold in in the within the configuration lab, and that's really important. That That's keeping the customer so that the customer doesn't have to come in and do the, you know, are you following these quality standards? We get uh, audited every year, and we hold that certification, and so we're really proud of that as well. That's awesome. Anything else I missed? No, we just welcome people to come here. Yep. Yeah, I, I, I got to tell you, again, um, if, if you haven't checked it out, they give you tours. Um, they welcome you to come on down here and take a look and see why this is not a warehouse, that it is the TIDC, Technical Integration and Distribution Center, and they do everything IT. They do all the heavy lifting so that you don't have to. You don't have the IT resources. So let us here at the TIDC do that heavy lifting for you. It's really phenomenal. Guys, good job. I thank you so much for joining us. And, and a little teaser too. So we came down here to do a video and uh, that video is going to be released. I don't know the exact date, um, but I just want you guys to keep an eye out for it. Uh, we'll have that on social media as well. So check your LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter accounts and you'll see some of these uh, little tidbits coming to you from the TIDC. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Till the next time on Tech Experience, this is Rob McIntosh. Take care.